Welcome to this podcast from the International Monetary Fund. I'm Mark Betancourt. Why are some countries richer than others? Our instinctive response is to say, for example, that rich countries have more capital, more factories, more equipment, or perhaps they have a better educated workforce. But it turns out that these factors alone don't account for the vast differences in productivity between rich and poor countries. Richard Rogerson, a professor of economics at Princeton University, has been zeroing in on an explanation. Among his findings, that by far the greatest disparity between productivity in rich and poor countries lies in the agricultural sector. This, combined with the fact that most people in poor countries are farmers, may help explain why those countries are stuck in a state of arrested development. Speaking to me earlier, he began by explaining one way to think about the difference between rich and poor countries. The basic starting point is the observation that the reason some countries are so much richer than other countries is they have much higher income per person. Another way to say that is they actually produce much more um, output per person, which means that thinking about income disparities is really the same thing as trying to think about productivity disparities. Explaining why the United States is so rich compared to, for example, a country like India amounts to saying why is the United States more productive than India. There's a bunch of notions that have been out there for years. Let me list two examples. One possibility is that uh, people in the United States have more education than people in India, and so that's why the United States is more productive. There's another view of thought, which was very important uh, in the 1960s and 1970s in terms of international development policy, which held that the reason a country like the United States is so much more productive is because they have much more of what economists call capital. They have more factories and more machines, and that's why they're so much more productive. So those are two factors which could play into these large productivity differences. A third factor is that it's possible that two countries might have the same education, they might have the same amount of physical capital, and yet there still might be differences in output. And economists use the term total factor productivity to account for that, the differences that way. So how important is the role of total factor productivity in explaining the productivity differences between rich and poor countries? Well, when people have assembled the data to look at um, differences in physical capital, differences in education or human capital, and differences in output, what they have found is, is that although education plays a role and although physical capital plays a role, the dominant uh, role is played by total factor productivity. So for some reason, rich countries are using their inputs uh, much more effectively than in poor countries. And so one way to think about this is, is that uh, you could have um, the same type of factory in two countries, um, and yet when it's operated in one factory, it's operated much more efficiently than in another um, country. Why might that be? I mean, there's a long list of reasons we could go through. It could be that managerial practices are much worse in one country than another, although they've got the workers and they have the machines, they actually don't know how to use them in the most efficient manner, and so as a result, output is less. There could be various types of regulations that get in the way. It could be that there's lots of other distortions in the economy that, uh, for example, um, electricity is, is very expensive, and this discourages um, using electricity efficiently, for example. So there's 
a whole host of things, and all these things would get lumped into this total factor productivity. Part of the problem with sort of understanding income disparity between rich and poor countries at this point is that oftentimes it amounts to a comparison between the efficiency of sort of higher level productivity like providing services in comparison to the efficiency of agriculture, which is what poor countries are mostly engaged in. Uh, if we're comparing uh, a country like India today with a country like the United States, and these measures I talked about say that the United States is more productive than India because income per person in the United States is higher than in India, and we think about where that um, production is taking place, as, as you said, in the United States. Uh, lots of production is taking place in the education sector, in the healthcare sector, as in other rich economies, whereas if you go to India, you've got a case where almost half the people are engaged in subsistence farming. So then these comparisons are in some ways saying that the healthcare sector in the United States is more productive than the subsistence farming sector in India. And there looks like we're not necessarily comparing apples with apples, we're comparing apples with oranges. But then by far the largest disparity is in agriculture. So if we're talking across um, the average rich country and the average uh, very poor country, the disparity in manufacturing is a factor of four. Rich countries are four times more productive than poor countries. In agriculture, that number is 80. When you take that number combined with the fact that poor countries have most of the people in agriculture, you see that understanding why poor countries are poor basically amounts to understanding, first, why they're so unproductive at agriculture, and second, why so many people are in that activity at which they're so unproductive. And can you tell me some more about that, of just what about sort of poor agriculture amounts to a poor country? One thing to, to point out to start with is that the fact that today's poor countries have lots of people doing agriculture is in a sense not unusual in terms of the process of development. If you take um, today's rich countries, uh, the United States, or any number of countries in Western Europe, and you go back 150 or so years, what you find is at that time, almost all the people were engaged in agriculture. So one of the basic facts of development is that when a country is poor, um, people are primarily engaged in agriculture, and as the country develops, people move out of agriculture. Why is it that when a country is poor, um, people are primarily engaged in agriculture? It's as simple as um, the fact that food is basically a necessity, and food is one of the things that, that people need to get. So if uh, resources are scarce, the first thing you do is try and provide food for yourself. And it's only once you've got an adequate supply of food that you can then release labor into other activities. And so what's particularly striking about countries like India is that because they're, they're so unproductive at agriculture and there's not very much productivity growth in agriculture, whereas in countries like the US at that stage of development, um, productivity in agriculture increased and people moved out of agriculture, we're not seeing that in some of today's um, poorest countries and that's what's puzzling. And so, so far, what is your understanding of the kind of factors that may play a role in that arrested development? It could be that they're not using uh, mechanizations. It could be that they're not using proper methods, that they're not using fertilizer, that they're not irrigating, that they don't have access to pesticides. Another factor which, which I've been exploring is the idea that the um, transportation infrastructure also feeds into the productivity. If you're going to have 
uh, agricultural activity in rural areas and to support a lot of people living in urban areas, you're going to need to transport the food from the rural areas into the urban areas. If a country does not have adequate transportation infrastructure, you actually can't um, move resources that easily and the result of that is that people end up in rural areas doing subsistence farming because that's the way they basically take care of themselves. And that was Richard Rogerson, professor of economics at Princeton University, with some insights on how understanding agricultural productivity may be the key to leveling the playing field between poor countries and rich ones. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more like this on www.soundcloud.com forward slash IMF dash podcast.